two, three into the four. What is up, my friends? Today is Friday, October 27th. Almost Halloween. Ooh. And this is season three, episode 11, and episode 111 in total of Nothing But a Foot Thing. The show brought to you by a few friends in the foot community just like yourselves. I am your host, Kevin. However, I am not alone today. Joining me are my two co hosts, John. Hey, guys. What's up? Hey. And Martin. What's good, everyone? There we go. <laughs> we got a lot of content today with Centurions Team 1 dropping today. There are also icons in there. So there's a Centurions Icons Team 1 today, which is very fucking cool if you ask me. Our first promo icons of the year. Also, there is an Odegaard SBC, which if you're an Arsenal fan, very cool. If you had Inform Odegaard in your team like me, you're sad because he's now obsolete. There, were, there is also a Puzzle SBC that is there which gives a pack back. Very cool, because we were asking for this kind of stuff all the time, because there just simply isn't as much tradable supply out there, right? So this is good. There's also a Danilo Pereira objective. You guys might remember him from last year. He had a World Cup swaps card. If you were like me, you took him. And if you are like me, you found out that this card was a steaming pile of shit. So um, I don't know. We'll see how this one is. Gonna, gonna give this one a go. Um, there's also a couple of evolutions. This is the one, though, that I know people are really excited about. So there's a center mid evolution and a left wing evolution. We're definitely going to talk about those, um, especially the, the center mid one, because it's a paid one. You got to pay like 150,000 coins, I think. More than the 100k prediction of Centurion's Evos being 100k. So that's a little crazy, but the cards look actually really fucking good. So maybe, maybe actually worth the value. Uh, we'll talk about that later, because we, we don't know yet. We're going to have to talk about it, guys, right? But to discuss all of this... And we needed some help with gameplay, of course. So we had to bring along the coach himself, Martin88. What is good, my man? How are you? Yeah, all good. Um, it's the end of a busy, busy week. Um, lots and lots of coaching and lots of YouTube videos. But yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Okay, well, you know what, man? I, I, I just want to get straight into it with you because um, we did talk about... Well, we, you watched our gameplay, rather, and you saw how well we did, how well we didn't do, things we sucked at, and you gave us some coaching sessions. So I would like to talk about that, but do you want to tell the people what you do, like what your coaching is all about, and a little bit about your YouTube? Because you do a lot of cool stuff on there as well. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'll, try and, uh, I'll try and go through it quite quickly, because obviously get asked this quite a bit now but um so i've been doing youtube on fifa fc24 whatever way you want to look at it since fifa 20 started off very much as just a hobby chucking a video up once or twice a week one thing led to another it becomes more and more serious got some subscribers got monetized stuff like that anyway as my uh, squad battles content got more popular and i started finishing first in the world top 10 in the world I decided to offer some coaching for it. The uptake was incredible, to be honest. And then um, a year later, I started offering online coaching because my squad battles guys were asking for the online stuff. And it turned out that my coaching was very successful for them as well. So yeah, ever since then, I've just been foot to the floor um, with the coaching and the YouTube. YouTube's a lot of tactics, a lot of tutorial stuff. You're not going to see me screaming at a pack opening. That's just not me. Um, but yeah, with the with the coaching, it's very much just on the eye of improving people. Um, just with like the traditional stuff, the fundamental stuff, the stuff that you could keep with you in two years time, four years time. I've got guys with me in my discord who had coaching three years ago and 
that stuff still works with them. You know, I don't sit there and work on Travellers and, you know, R1 dribbling as an example, because I feel like that kind of stuff can come and go and you can spend three or four months working with people and then it, there's a patch and it's out the window. So, yeah, whether it's squad battle stuff or online rivals and foot champs, I'd say I do more online stuff, to be fair. Um, I enjoy it a lot, very much follow the same patterns and the same traditions because it's very much tried and tested now and yeah i'll be honest i am um very busy and actually getting to the point where i'm nearly fully booked if i'm being honest so uh yeah i've been overwhelmed by the uh you know everyone getting in contact to be honest so yeah i'd like to think that i'm doing something right and i enjoy it like football's been my life since i was six years old whether it was playing watching playing fifa so Overall, as much as it's my living, I do enjoy sharing that knowledge with people. And when you get a message back or someone's like, oh, my God, I see what you mean now. Something like that. That's that's part of the best bit. So that's probably a bit that I love the most. It means I don't actually get to play the game as much as I would like, if I'm being honest. But, um, yeah, I still get to watch plenty of uh, FIFA. I'll tell you that for nothing. Yeah, so uh, you heard that there. He's filling up. So get in contact with this guy soon. And because... I, we've all actually been through one of your coaching sessions, and I know that I, I had fun, and that's really important, right? So you mentioned your YouTube. You said, oh, like, I'm not the guy that's going to be screaming at uh, at pack openings and things like that. So a lot of our a lot of the friends of the show might be a little bit older. Uh, maybe that's your thing. Maybe you don't like me who screams at every little thing that happens, so go check out Martin. He's a really good dude. And, uh, yeah, I definitely had fun with your coaching, which I think is really big for it, right? Because at the end of the day, we're doing this for a bit of fun. And, yeah. You know, that, that, and yeah, I had fun while also learning, very importantly, did learn a lot about myself. I am a kind of person who, at least for myself, I think like, oh, I'm very stubborn, right? Especially at things I've been working on for a long time. Like, I've been playing guitar my whole life. If you try to tell me that I'm doing something incorrectly, I'm going to be very resistant to it, right? But Martin, the way that he presents things to you, he is he makes it so easy to be coachable. So I want to say that about you, and I really appreciate that about you. Good stuff. And I think, like, what you said about... um having fun that is something that i keep in mind massively is that it's a game and it's people's hobbies but that that doesn't mean that they don't want to uh, get better at it or enjoy it more it's like people having golf lessons or whatever it might be the better at it that you get the more they're enjoying it and to be fair if you're into football or soccer and uh and fifa fc24 um you're competitive probably you know and so actually some of the fun part comes from winning and being better it's not the good old taking part that counts you know you want to win and that's probably what gives you the enjoyment but at the same time we try and have a bit of a laugh and if somebody is a mad liverpool fan or man united fan i will always try and include one or two players if we're include if we're doing a uh, putting a team together or something or like if they're a man united fan i'm not going to swarm it full of man city players as an example you know so i do try and keep that in the back of my mind that we're there to to have fun and you know if we're winning and getting better that's going to make it more fun anyway so yeah that's a big thing that you uh that you touched on yeah so I guess, well, we've asked you this before because we've had you on before. So um, I guess I would like to know, um, what is the difference in the approach that you took with me, John, and Martin? All of us have gone through our coaching sessions. Did you, I mean, and Martin, did you, um, did you, I don't know, is it, did, was the approach different? Do you go at it at the same way or how do you look at these things? Well, what you're really after is me to tell you who was the best one, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm not going to say. 
It's like choosing between your kids, isn't it? I'm not. No. We're not going down they're that route. The they're all the favorites. <laughs> yeah, they're all the best, right? Yeah. Um, so honestly, um, nothing. No, don't change the approach at all. Um, sometimes we'll go off in uh, different tangents, depending on what some of you guys said, or um, if there's something major in your gameplay. But if you think about you know, some of you might have known this, but if you've got a sheet of paper and you just draw a straight line and we're trying to get from one end of that line to the other, but it will be zigzags in between. You've all got different zigzags, but we we all went from one end to the other in all the sessions. It it doesn't um, it doesn't change. And I think a lot of you, well, sorry, you three will obviously you'll know that we started with like the the basics and the fundamentals and like coming from start to finish and the start of it is go win the ball back like that's how we then start to attack score goals win games and uh yeah i think we did a lot of that um between the three sessions and obviously then there was a few things um going forward i know john said to me that um he liked to go down the wings well that's where we should be going he was going through the middle all the time I know, like with you, Kevin, you was really good at the R1 dribbling, but it was uh, it was something you was using too much in just like the middle of the pitch and getting um, getting caught out in possession when you didn't need to. It's probably just a bit of over elaborating, but then when you was in the box, that was the time to shine, and you was killing it, you know. Um, so there's lots of different, um, you know bits and bobs like that but ultimately what we was looking at was the same with martin we'd done a few other sessions anyway so like um he some of his wing play was really really good and i actually used one of his clips in one of my other sessions to show oh. someone this this is what i'm after the problem is that it was not done <laughs> regular enough but it showed me that he could do it. It just needed to be done more often, you know. Um, but, yeah, from the point of view of the, the approach and getting from A to B, it's still, it's always the same structure. And hopefully that's why I've been successful. I mean, if it's, if it's not broke, you don't fix it sort of thing. So, um, and I think that just makes my coaching even more uh, confident and I can just build on it all the time. And, you know, it's very much that structure of building from the back. Okay, let's work on what we do once we've lost it. Our shape, how to win it back, second man pressing, right stick switching, what formation are we in, your players. Right, we've won it. Now what should we look to do? Okay, now we've got comfortable possession. Then what? It's just though that building block of going up the pitch. What would be the point of um, going straight in and us looking at finishing? Absolutely stupid. And then looking at second man pressing the following week. It's just all over the place. And I don't think that that's going to that would help people um, learn. I think that you guys would like to think as well that it's helpful that I will always give a, a visual of what I mean. I, I, I've had some people come to me that have had other coaching um, and obviously it's not worked out because they've only had one session or whatever. But I can imagine that there's just too much, um, too many words. The terminology can be different. So showing you examples from tutorials or like i said i showed someone some of martin's uh wing play the other day there's you know it's then black and white this is what i want this is what we're after because if i said to somebody oh i want you to play a bit quicker 
their terminology of playing quicker compared to mine, it could be completely different. So, yeah, it's important for there to be no grey areas on what's expecting. But, yeah, to answer your initial question, uh, very, very little uh, in terms of approach does it change. Nice. Well, I mean, I know, well, I want to ask John and Martine a little bit about, I hope you don't mind me peel the curtain back. We won't give away any secrets here, but... No, John, let's go I, for it. John, I would really like to hear about your session. Let me let me hear about what, what happened, how it went down, man. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it was something I at least wanted to do like once or twice. Um, like, I feel like I'm a decent player um, in general and um knew i could do things better but not really wasn't really aware of them um and uh my session with martin was great um i know i had watched like uh, tutorials on youtube and stuff about one of the things that martin preached and that was winning the ball back early and higher up the pitch and faster and i knew that was something i kind of struggled with and um i didn't know if it was something i was doing wrong tactically something i could be doing better you know player switching wise and 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 that was that was the key thing that we discussed um there were certain like i martin could see that i knew how to second man press but um again the way martin visualized things you know stopped the game and said look you should have been second like you're controlling this person but if you were controlling maybe your cdm and letting your fullback do the second man press you know you you can create a little trap uh, we called it a sandwich and um yeah I, i've been implementing that into my game in rivals um and in champs this week and i was dming martin after our coaching session just kind of geeking out about it i feel like um, I've, I've played four games of champs this morning and i've allowed one goal so um and it's been sweaty too right like it's still the same sweat levels as we've experienced the last couple weekends and i'm i'm, I'm flying now so um yeah again like it Again, being self-aware and knowing like there's things you can get better at and then knowing, knowing the avenues you can go to to people like Martin who can see the game in a way that they can help you improve is is incredible. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm one session in and, and I've already seen the benefits of it. Right. Like because I, I knew there were things I could do better, but having someone like Martin there to visualize it for me, it's it was awesome. And just if I can pop in there for a second, so like. It obviously sounds like you're getting on really well with that, John. And it's a big thing to come out of a, a session and not be loaded with too much stuff. Mm, um, yeah. So whereas I know you guys, I was prepared to, you know, give you a bit more. And I know, um, but, you know, with it, with other coaching clients, I'll be really strict on making sure that they've got a couple of things to work on so they can do exactly what you've just said and it sounds like i don't know i haven't seen it but i don't want to say master it but it sounds like you're getting on really bloody well with it yeah. so um whereas if we'd have really gone through five things and you were just having a go it just gets messy so always with coaching you're better off kind of mastering something ticking it off the list and then going on to the next thing because what's the biggest thing guys that i was always saying it needs to become habit and second nature because when that happens you do it without thinking and that's when it looks really freaking good because it's done in the blink of an eye and your opponent is just like what has he just done i don't even know like done so quickly that they're just chasing their tail so yeah that's uh it's good 
No, yeah, that's that's perfect. And I, I like that you didn't overload me with information too, because like you're saying, like if you would like, I think you gave me three or four things. And if you would have gave me like 10, you know, I, I would have just been information overload and, you know, me overthinking things, honestly. Um, so yeah, that, that's a great, uh, thing that Martin did with me as well. Um, Martin, how did your session go? Um, well, this is, I think my fourth or fifth session already, we started working, um, at the end of FIFA 23, I think. Yeah. And, uh, at that time, um, I was, I think a little bit more confident in my game than I am right now. Right now, um, I'm a, my confidence is a little bit um, affected by some of the new mechanics in the game. And I've been struggling a little bit from time to time. So, um, but the basic stuff in my case, I think, is working on some fundamental stuff um, keeping the shape uh, in defense, um, trying to press uh, more effectively, and um, pick out picking out the appropriate times to press. You know, it's it's not about you know pressing like a madman or you know um, with the with the help of seventy one depth or something like that. It's more of a manual pressing, right stick switching, which goes hand in hand with pressing. If, if you can play your switch effectively, then you can press effectively as well. And those are some things that I've been working on um, since the end of last cycle. And I think they've improved a lot um, from when I started. And the thing that I like the most is that you only get three or four things to work on at the end of each session. And you can basically go ahead and review your session notes before you go into a, a gaming session or into a game and just as a reminder of kind of what you need to do. And in terms of explaining stuff, I think. Martin is is very clear, which is something that is really good, especially if you're communicating with people whose first language is in English, yeah. like yeah. like my case. So um, I think that's worked out really well. And the last session we had, I think we focused on some different things than the ones we've been focusing on the previous ones, which, which were mainly uh, right stick switching and pressing. And I think now we started focusing on a little bit more on build up play. I think building up more effectively, um, using space more effectively. Um, I was, I was basically giving up attacking avenues with my fullbacks because I really wasn't using them. So that's something Martin spotted. And I've been doing that um, since we had our last session. And it's, it's actually really, really good. I think 
this FIFA, sorry, this this edition of of the game is is pretty well suited uh, for the fullbacks to be involved. You know, um, I feel like you can actually play with your fullbacks, and that's something that maybe wasn't the case in previous editions. I, I know there's people that 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 use their fullbacks as well but i think wing play now is is fundamental and and using your your fullbacks as kind of supportive players to your wingers or to your build up play is 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 key at least it, it's it's one of the keys in 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 my case so um i'm very happy i think um rather than going after you know packs or buying players or coins to improve my team. I think working on some basic stuff has made me a, a better player. And I think uh, what I'm going through right now is more of a mental thing, more, more yeah. than a... So I'm, I'm aware of that. And I think um, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come together um, eventually. So, um, yeah, I think... If you want to improve at this game uh, long term or even in the short term, uh, I think coaching is, is, is really the way to go. Um, if you want to invest some, some money in the, in the game, then um, go ahead and, and invest in some coaching. And I think um, you'll have a better return on investment than, than if you buy points or, or coins or, or players or whatever. Yeah, points suck, man, because every time I, you, you guys, I know a lot of us have opened these big boy packs. You spend $30 on a pack and you open it and you're like, oh, man, I said, let's look at the pack odds. It says, oh, 95% chance of getting an 87 plus, except it doesn't tell you that that includes the loans as well. And then you open it and you get an 85 and you go, fuck, yeah. man. Well, I so could have gone off to dinner. <laughs> I know I'm the guest here and you're supposed to ask me questions, but I want to ask you guys something if that's all right. So... Do you think so? It's, I've I've noticed that I am so much more busier this game cycle than I was last last FIFA. Um, and you just touched on it, like with the points. Do you think that it's got to a point that some people feel that EA are so blood sucking and so blatant with just trying to take people's money that some people have actually sat there and gone. I'm not doing that anymore, or I can't do that anymore. And they've there are other ways, like obviously, like with coaching. Uh, as you know, I'm not going to go on about it, but I've uh, I've got a coin sponsor. I've had loads of people using them, by the way, because they've gone screw the the points. But do you think people have looked at other avenues to spend their money rather than a couple of years ago? People have been quite prepared just to you know buy some FIFA points, or do you think that's nonsense? No, I think you have a point because, I mean, the, the thing is, uh, it's gotten to the point where a lot of people, the people that are spending, it seems like, at least this is my impression from a lot of people, that they go, hey, every week, it's it's the weekend, it's time to load up 20 bucks, this is just what we do every weekend. We we open the big store pack every weekend, and then it gets to the point where you go, what the fuck, man, the, the last few that I've opened, and I've opened like five or six of the big store packs this year, only one of them contained a walkout. 
one of them contained a walkout from all these 20 and $30 packs. That's fucking crazy, right? And then you start to see how often they put these out and how they're constantly increasing. I saw that there's a hundred Centurions pack again, like the one we got last year during Centurions, which by the way was way later in the year. And then, I, I, I don't know, I, I think, and I've heard this from other people, uh, people that even have chucked on a few bucks here and there, they've gone, just the way that they're acting this year, the way that they're uh, conducting themselves as far as, it just, it's so, it, it's scummy, I mean, the way that they're doing it. They're, they're very clearly praying at people and saying, hey, there's so much cool content here, how do you expect to engage with it? Well, here you go, just buy the store pack, you can't engage with it, you can't, right? You don't have the fodder, but you can now, because you can buy the store pack. And I feel like that's putting a lot of people off, because there is no viable way to grind out a lot of the content through the game. But there is if you chuck on money, right? And it kind of seems like we're being forced down that route. And again, like you said, it, it seems to frustrate people, right? Uh, I don't know what you guys yeah. think. Yeah, I, I think that's that could be a valid point. Um, I know for me, uh, I think just this game has just, gameplay-wise, has just been so different than FIFA 23 even. And I don't know, maybe that's could be a reason why you're seeing your uh, tick up in your coaching. And um, that's good for you, right? But uh, yeah, th that's it for me. But honestly, yeah, uh, the store packs are are pretty wild, and it's just it's just sad that not everybody can engage with, you know, I don't want to be dramatic, but even half of the content, honestly, um, without you know spending money on FIFA points or buying whatever you need to get the fodder or the coins to do an SBC of so many of these players that they've released. So yeah, honestly, that, that could be it because it's, it's gone up. We saw it last year um, and, and it was a test and now it's yeah. uh, in yeah. full force yeah. this year as we're seeing. So it's, it's crazy. I didn't think it could ramp up from what it was last year, but yeah, I was, I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. I think one of the main issues that I see is, is related to what Kevin said that, fodder is very difficult to come by now so um, that kind of makes people feel excluded from certain parts of the game that are a part of it you know doing SPCs um, getting players through SPCs and stuff like that because in, in earlier FIFAs um, you had Obviously, the, the expensive SPCs, uh, like in this case, um, Player of the Month uh, Sun, for example, or, or, or Blanc. But you also had the less expensive SPCs. Um, but this year, it seems like even those that are less expensive are not very doable because fodder is so difficult to come by. For example, um, a, a card like uh, Xavi Simons, who, in my opinion, looks like a good card, um, but is, is a bit expensive, you know, even overpriced, you could say. Um, those were the kinds of SPCs that the more casual players um, were, were after. And now it seems like not even those SPCs are 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 that doable, you know. So yeah, um, I really don't know, man. One of the things that frustrates me the most is not 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 the not the R one spamming, not the cutbacks, none of that. 
it's oh, oh my god how am i going to get fodder for this spc you know actually that, yeah. those are the things that torment me the most right now when it comes to fc24 you know and and yeah. and i think that's that that's their plan you know they they want to torment you and and abuse you psychologically um so that yeah. you feel forced to buy their packs and I mean, I, I did it, um, well, of, at, at the beginning of the game, I, I loaded up some points just to get going. But afterwards, I think uh, I bought one of the big packs and the disappointment was so big that um, I, I said to myself, okay, just avoid doing that. Uh, avoid it. They're I, so I'm not bad, gonna, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going to say I'm never going to do it again because I'll probably fail, but... But avoid it as much as you yeah. can, you know? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. So I was looking at the player SPCs available right now. There are 21 currently available that are active. There's 21 player SPCs. Normally, I'm the kind of guy, like, if, if you've listened to the show before, you'll, I'm always saying, I'm, I'm trying out this shitty-ass SPC card that everyone says sucks. I'm putting this guy in my team, whatever, right? Out of the 21 SPCs that are available for players, this doesn't include icons, though, because I have done Blanc, to be fair, but... Um, I've done three, and two of those are the La Fodder, La Sommer, and Trap, also fodder. So, I mean, uh, that's that's ridiculous. And I'm the kind of person that wants to do these SPCs. When you look at cards like Iago Aspas, that is exactly the kind of card that I just do, just to do, and then have them, right? Because I, I like him, I think it's cool, he's a former Liverpool player, he's got Finesse Plus, it could be fun down the line, but I literally cannot do it. Like, it's just not possible. It, so it sucks because it, like Martin says, it's very, very frustrating because I don't know. There's like, there is no, there's so much good content. And I was saying this to John earlier. There is so much good content. There's a ton of it. The problem is it is literally impossible to engage with it unless you go ahead and say, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to buy some of these store packs. They're literally behind the paywall, I think. So I don't know what else you could do. Yeah. And now we also have another uh, component to the game, which are Evos. And, you know, now we're getting paid Evos every week. And it's going to get to a point where, I know, people, people are going to want to do this, this box-to-box evolution, you know, because it's, it's, it's a good evolution. But let's say they, they start charging 100K, 150K, or even 200K per week. For an Evo, it's going to get to a point where people are not going to have any coins left. And well, what, are they they gonna do? They what are they going to do? They're going to have to buy the 2,000 FC points to do the evolution, you know? Unless, unless you're, a, you're an active trader and you're like bringing in coins every day, every week, it's going to get to a point where you're not going to have any coins left, you know? So yeah, it's it's a it's it's worrying, I think, um, because the game is is becoming is more paid to win than ever. I feel. Um, so uh, I don't know, man. I just it makes you think. It makes you think twice before before making a move, and and you know that's not the way I. I usually am. I'm, I'm very SBC driven. Um, I like doing player SBCs. That's, that's my weak spot. Um, 
I'm not a, a gamble SPC guy, but I'm a player SPC guy. So it, it hurts me when I, I see a player SPC and I have to wait for a week until I can complete it. You know, it sucks. It, it does because now it's like before it used to be hey we did our we did our rivals our champs our squad battles whatever and you kind of like top off your club like fill it back up refuel the club so to speak right now you just get it to like half tank with all of that and then hey the rest of the, the other half of the tank uh it, it's in the stores it's in the store so that's kind of like i don't know it's really frustrating i think and it's like annoying because even when you do that you're not guaranteed to actually get the fodder that you're expecting like you buy a 30 dollars store pack and I promise you, with that $30 store pack, you will not be completing an 88-rated squad for $30. No. There's just no not way you're close. completing an 88-rated squad. Yeah. So that's that's fucking insane, I think. So to, to your uh, to your point, Martin, I think that, man, you know, maybe this is why people are going <laughs> to coaching, man. Yeah, this yeah. is so, like, we're disgruntled. Look at us. We're all addicts <laughs> and degens, and we're disgruntled, right? So, I know, I know. Um, I did, uh, if it's okay, I did just want to say something. So I've got a little something for your uh, listeners so um, anybody that is listening that wants to get in touch and even just get some information about coaching um, if they quote um, NBAFT10 in their email to me um, they'll get 10% off their first three sessions with me uh, that's what you get when you uh, when you know these boys so um, yeah my email address is Martin football 88 at gmail.com um so yeah if you're even if you just want some information um get in touch it's not free um i'm sorry about that um some people do email me and expect it to be um but unfortunately i've got kids in the house and they do need to be fed so yeah it's not free but yeah um quote nba ft 10 and you can get 10 percent off your first three um sessions with me i am getting very very near to being fully booked but i am going to try my absolute hardest to fit everyone in because it's not a case of just ramming each day full with sessions you have to be able to give everyone the amount of time that they need and even like the aftercare stuff as you guys know i've been uh, checking up on you all to see how you've been getting on afterwards and if you're sticking to what we've gone through and stuff like that so it's so obviously it's not just a case of doing your session and like oh, i'll see you next time kind of thing so yeah Obviously, try and make sure that you put an arm around everyone. It's just, and it's like continuous coaching. So, yeah, guys, if you want to get in touch, feel free. And if not, no worries. Yeah. And then, so, yeah, I mean, if you guys want to go ahead, you can rewind, you can hear that code again and his email. Get in touch with Martin because actually, you know, so I went, so I've been through the coaching session with you and you put in a lot of work and detail and you, you really, you really, like, you, you definitely are getting your, like, for the amount of time that, you put in it is like you learn so much during that time like martin really has done well with this so i would like to say that i was actually shocked i thought that it is an incredible value so guys go and reach out to this guy you're definitely gonna get way better value out of this than going to the fucking store like we said right so just just wanted to put that out there because i i did the coach sorry go for it man the code doesn't apply to you three <laughs> it's just for your listeners i didn't say hosts i just said listeners <laughs> Yeah, so uh, yeah, so this is why we, I, I got to make sure to butter you up, right? Maybe we could squeeze that code in some. But, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, but seriously, man, I had so much fun with you, dude. And uh, I learned a lot about myself and the way that I play. Um, I, I did. And I've been applying a lot of things that you taught me. So one thing Martin told me, Martin mentioned the fullbacks. 
Uh, Martin told me that I'm being a fucking idiot with my fullbacks. He says, what the hell are you doing? You're taking on everybody with your fullbacks like you're messy or something. So I've, I've definitely applied that to my game. He's taught me about player switching. Um, a lot of the times I'd be second man pressing in the wrong areas. And he's saying, no, manually press with there. And then second man press with the guy that you're using otherwise, right? I'll manually be controlling someone else. Saying, switch that around. I learned to do that. And then we start to sandwich people. Uh, that was that. That is something that I kept doing. And I have been doing and have been applying to my game. So it's, it's actually been really beneficial. I am someone that if you had asked me a few weeks ago, you'd say, um, will you get anything out of a coaching session? I'd say, probably not. Like, I have fun playing the game I want to. Am I going to do any? I don't know. Like, you know what? Uh, I don't know if I want to go through the effort of it. But Martin makes it feel so effortless. And I'm just not, I'm not just saying this because he's here. It actually did feel like that. And um, it was awesome. So I had a great time. Um, highly recommend this to anybody and at all levels. Um, I think that this could greatly benefit you. Uh, I, I realized with my own game that there are a ton of things I should be working on and that I am not the god that I think I am. Sometimes you go ahead and you, you win a foot champs game, you, you go ahead and beat down your opponent and you go, fuck yes, I'm the greatest player in the world. But Martin has showed me, he's brought me bound, back down to earth and I've learned a lot about my game and I think, uh, I think that it's a credit to um, how good he is at being, um, I don't want to say a man manager, but I guess a man manager because, you know, he knows how to put an arm, arm around you. He came back to me and checked on me the next day. Really cool of him because, yeah, he offered this to us and still checking on me. Great guy. So just wanted to, just wanted to say that. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree. And uh, like you said, Kevin, I, like you're hesitant to think, is it worth the money? But I'm, I mean, I'm telling you after one session that I'm defending, like that was one of the struggles I had in pressure, pressuring manually. And I'm already seeing the, the benefits of that. So absolutely incredible. You're right. He's a great man manager. He'll tell you what you need to do and do better, but also he'll pause it and be like, you fucking did a great job right there. And, and make sure you keep doing that. So it's great to have the positive. And I know, I know when I played basketball, I was kind of like that. I don't mind somebody getting in my ass, but it is nice. You know, someone tells you a good I job don't. every once in a while. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was a great experience. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, again, if you guys want to check him out, um, you, you can go back, you listen to his code, figure it out, go ahead and find him. NBA FT 10 and then, uh, Martin 88 football, I think at Gmail. Right. So. Martin football 88 yeah, um, there's one thing that I really wanted to say which I think will help a lot of people and it's what's going on with Martin at the moment um it's just a confidence and a form thing now I've got some guys that have been with me for quite a while you know it can be six months a year and no matter how far they've come at some point they will struggle just because of form yeah, you think Manchester City, Liverpool, Real Madrid, like whoever, at some point in a season, they will struggle for form. It's just how it is. That's sport. And this is esports, effectively, you know, and I've seen it so many times. I had two guys last week. Um, TJ was one of them. He doesn't mind yeah. me saying that. It our, was, our boy TJ. Uh, <laughs> what a guy, by the way. We yeah. love him. Yeah. <laughs> um, who's bang out of form. Yeah. And... Um, you know, obviously, people get a bit down when it's like that. And it's really just about sticking with it, going back to basics. This is I'm trying to say to if somebody uh, obviously doesn't get coaching, which majority of people don't, you know, just if you're not getting on very well, it probably doesn't mean that you need to rip up the team or your formation. 
just accept that you might have just played a load of good people coupled with that that actually you're not playing very well i don't know did you have a tough day at work have you had, is the missus getting on to you because you've not done a load of jobs or are you just stressed you've not slept too much like all of those kind of things can just um snowball towards you losing a few games and a few games turns to a few more and your confidence gets low you're out of form it just happens it happens to me it happens to pros it happens to real football teams so like don't stress about it because actually what always happens is when people start to play out of that tj and the other guy that i'm on about who i'm coaching at the moment they're no i'll fly in this week um so yeah normally when you play you come out at the other end so when they have that first experience with me with coaching i say don't forget that because it will happen again because the first time that it happens they get really stressed and it stresses me out a little bit and i try and give them a lot of help but if you just can just chill and just know that it's something that's always going to happen and if you and if you don't hit your weekend league score one week it doesn't mean that suddenly that you're absolutely useless it's just bad week loss of form and that's just how it is basically so don't stress about it guys okay so i a lot of the times when we see people they're like i've been struggling the game the, they're usually saying the game sucks they're mad at the game they're saying the game sucks the servers suck and everything and they go ahead and they say I, i'm saying this because i've very much been this player especially in the past right right i would go ahead and say okay well the team isn't working the tactics aren't working let's go on youtube let's go on twitter let's go find a new set of tactics apply it um i'm, I'm assuming that is not what you want to do based on what you're saying right martin no, don't get me do don't get me wrong. Like you might want to have a, a tweak or something like that, but you know, there's no point just searching text on YouTube, whacking in his uh, formation and his tactics, and expecting them to you know transform. Um, so, uh, especially if you've had success with like the way that you play in your formation and the majority of your team, if you've had previous success with it, like why? Why change it? I had a guy today in a coaching session, right? And he was attacking brilliantly, carving his opponent open, left, right, centre. A bit unlucky, but a bit of bad finishing, but should have been way in front. But he made some really stupid mistakes defensively, and he was then losing with about 25 minutes to go. And he then started to rush. And I was like, what was going through your mind there? I was like, was you thinking, oh, I know, I've been carving this guy open all game, I'm going to change the way that I'm attacking now uh, because I don't want to carve him open anymore. And he, he went, then went to rush in his play massively and was just giving it away left, right, centre and wasn't having nowhere near as many attacks, wasn't creating nowhere near as many um, chances. And that's just, that's I'm just saying that to give you an idea of like people's mentality when what he should have been thinking is uh, I've, I'm losing, but I've had a lot of previous success the way that I'm attacking in this game. So I'm not going to change it. I'm going to carry on and believe that with 25 minutes to go, I'll create a load more chances and hopefully two or three of them will go in and then actually I'll win the game. So if you've had any previous success with the way that you're playing or players, I would definitely encourage you to stick with it for a, a little while, you know? Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like what you're saying is oh, something you mentioned to me, actually. You're like, come, know what your game plan is and stick to yeah. that, right? Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, sounds like that's that's what these people need a little bit of, right? And I, I know a lot of us fall into this trap, right? The things aren't Taught. working. You, yeah, yeah. You, you, you go, oh, I need this latest SBC card. I need to change up my attack or something, right? And yeah, I, I, I definitely, um, 
I don't ever see the benefit from doing that when I do it, right? So, yeah, I would say that much. But yeah, guys, oh, guys. um, did, did you guys yeah, want to talk about some content? That, that's where I was going. Yeah, John, could you take <laughs> us through the content, man? I'd love. I, I'm I'm ready, man. Because again, juicy content, right? Just how are we gonna engage? Yeah. <laughs> Once again, Kevin, me and you just fucking connected, right? But, so. Like ET. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Telepathic. That's it. Telepathic. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, guys, but we did get a new promo today. It was the Centurions promo. We got Team One today featuring, it looks like six icons and one, two, three, four, six, nine, about 10 or 11 players um, in the team. I'm sure there's going to be a mini release. Uh, we got the Mart, uh, Martin Odegaard SBC. Uh, he did get the weak foot upgrade. I know that was something a lot of people were worried about because his. Gold card and his inform were five star skills, two star weak foot, and this one is, of course, five star skills, but a three star weak foot now. So that is nice to see. Um, he's got all those juicy play play styles and play style pluses as well. Um, Kevin mentioned the Danilo Pereira SBC. He looks great. Um, could be great for links for sure. Uh, Moses Daddy Simon, um, a cult hero in the foot community, gets himself a card. The best left back. Year in and year out, gets himself a special card. And that, of course, is Erland Mindy coming in at about 1.2 million coins right now, I'm seeing. Um, uh, Fakayo Tamori gets himself an 86-rated card. Juicy links for your guys' Rafa Leal's, your Teo Hernandez. Uh, maybe you have a Kalulu untradeable you could pair this guy with. Um, Marcus Rashford gets himself an 88-rated card. That is coming in at 2.5 million um, I'm not seeing a weak foot upgrade, so he's still five-star skills, three-star weak foot, but looks insane nonetheless. Um, the center mid from the women's PSG team, I'm going to butcher her name, Gayoro. Uh, Gayoro. Uh, sorry, 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 ma'am, if I butchered your name there, but that card looks absolutely phenomenal. Uh, high, high, three-star, three-star, eh. But um, I know a lot of people enjoyed her gold card, so this one I'm sure is a most welcomed upgrade and should be pretty sick. So, um, yeah, guys, what do you think about this team? Of course, we got the icons too. Sorry, let me just mention those real quick: Hullet, Jarzinho, um, Ronald Koeman, Wayne Rooney, Gattuso, and um, we got the woman English icon Kelly Smith. So, um, our first batch of promo icons, which is kind of cool. I don't think. Any of us will pack them. Maybe one or two people in the Discord will, but probably not us, right? So, um, I don't know, Martin. I know you've had some issues with your uh, Microsoft account, but I don't know. Any of these people here interest you? Are there, like, maybe yeah. a card or two in here that you historically like playing with and you're maybe excited about? Yeah, this is this has got some... It's got some good cards, so I'm gonna I'm gonna rattle off the ones that I like and then delve into a, a couple. If that's all right. So... I liked the Odegaard one. I I felt like they did him a bit dirty with the gold card. Like they they know that two star weak foot is just a killer, and also he was a bit slow. And I, yeah, so I like mm. the look of that um, card. Um, I've all I've always liked using him. To be fair, um, Pedri, Rashford, Tamore, Mendy, and Simon as well. Like Simon, that Simon's going to be electric. Um, that Mendy is obviously just going to be an absolute joke. Um, it's funny they didn't give him a promo card uh, last year, but now we can easily just go with um, the anchor on him. 
It's going to boost his strength and his aggression massively, which is going to make him even more, obviously, of a beast. It's going to be obviously so expensive, but for those of you that just put fortune on the game, he's going to be absolutely top tier. Tomore um, is what he says on the tin. It's just fast, strong, agile. I like to look at Pedri. I, I enjoy players that can really take care of the ball. And his, his dribbling stats are ridiculous. But it's not just that. Like, if you think of like a Bernardo Silva, whose dribbling stats are great, but he's a little bit on the slow side. Um, Pedri's got 85 acceleration, 80 pace. So, I don't know. If we was just to slap a shadow on him, as an example, um, he's got um, 93 acceleration with those dribbling stats. Um, and you know, you guys know a few of the stats that I um, care about a lot. So, he's got 90 composure, which means that even in the tightest of you know, situations in the middle of the park where it can get really congested in in these days. Um, he's going to be good. 90 reactions. Uh, his agility and balance are well into the 90s. And he's got 92 stamina. I think I've said to all of you that obviously stamina and composure are two stats that you can't change by a chem style. So it obviously shows how important that they are. Four-star skill moves, four-star weak foot, lean body type, loads of play styles he's got a play style a play style plus tiki taka incisive pass long ball pass technical first touch and relentless so yeah for me pedri's like the what do i want to say diamond in the rough but he's only 300k so he'll probably drop a bit because it's just been released and he's like 300k obviously rashford um looks extremely good but yeah at the moment two and a half million for uh Three-star weak foot. I like Rashford in this game a lot, but two and a half million for a three-star weak foot. That's uh, when he's throwing goal and it's on his left foot and that goes whistling past the post and you put enough points on to get two and a half million for Rashford. You ain't going to be pleased. So, uh, yeah, Pedri probably for me. Uh, some of the other ones are really obvious, but, yeah, I really like the look of Pedri. And if you're running like a La Liga, he's somebody who's going to be a Rolls-Royce in there to look after the ball for you, which is, I think, as you guys know, something that I definitely um like because we do not lose the ball inside of our own half remember <laughs> yeah that's right yeah i really loved his you tots stick card to the last coaching. year <laughs> that's right that's right yeah i really loved his tots card last year and he looks like a fantastic center mid so um kevin what about you i know um in discord we were kind of talking about uh, odegaard when he got leaked and if you were going to do the SBC or not you packed his inform card and you kind of have a love-hate relationship with them are you going to do the SBC and um, who maybe out of this team interests you as well? Yeah, I mean, I love the fact that he's five star skills. Um, I hate the rest of the card. He's very clunky. <laughs> no, I mean, he's OK, right? <laughs> he's he's just a little clunky for the the role that I want. So um, although I would be tempted by this card, I've already got a chance to use Odegaard, so it's OK. Um, we'll probably skip on this one, although he would fit my team actually perfectly. But I'm going to skip this one. Actually, I was looking at, dude, these cards, this power curve is going to be absolutely fucked. Look at Tamori, for example. In every single relevant stat, he blows Varane out of the water. So that's that's something. Granted, Varane is pretty special in game, but also Tamori has some foot heritage as well. Tamori's going to be good in game too. So if he he basically every single relevant stat, he beats him out. Short passing, he's one less. That's about it. And long passing, he's a little less than Varane. But other than that, basically every single stat that matters, he's well ahead. And that's 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 crazy. So a lot of these cards are going to be insane. Um, I'm using gold Gay Oro in my team right now. I have her. Well, actually, I took her out because I started an evolution card. But until I started the evolution card, she was in my team. She is so good. 
she's so good. So, uh, usually we play Fuck, Mary Kill, Try, Trust, or Trash with these cards. So, I'm just going to say that I'm marrying this card forever. This card is so, so, so <laughs> good in the midfield. Um, I can't imagine how good this card will be. She's super responsive. She's super explosive. She's super strong in a tackle. She's super jammy. She can do everything you want in the midfield, right? And she has, most importantly, above all else, she has the PSG links, which I know all you rats out there you want, right? So, um, Gayoro is the one that I really want out of all these cards. Obviously, you know, you pack Hullet, you pack Jairzinho, you pack Rooney, you're gonna be happy, right? Um, but if I can have any card from these, I'd really want her because, um, again, PSG links, right? PSG links are king all the time. They always will be. Um, that's never changing, at least not for the foreseeable future, right? Especially not as long as you have Mbappé and now, now they have Dembouz and then Kolomuani is gonna be really OP this year. Actually, already is OP this year. Um, I saw this graphic EA put out. They're like the top five scores of the year um, throughout all of modes, or at least through foot, maybe. I don't know. But Kolomuani was one of the top five, and you guys will probably know that based on how many times you've come up against him, right? He's so annoying to play against. So um, PSG Lynx King, Gayaro, uh, Queen. She'll be she'll be mine. So Martine, what about you, man? Who are you looking at? Um, out of curiosity, I was looking at Rooney, uh, and oh my god. He has Power Shot Plus, which we know is one of the OP shooting play styles to have on a card. But he also has the Chip Shot, Finesse Shot, and Trivella play styles. So he has every important or relevant finishing play style in his locker. So I think Rooney would be my dream card to pack. Um, and by dream, I mean a real dream because it's not going <laughs> to happen. So, uh, but other than that, I think you guys have already touched on the most um, interesting ones. And but but I wanted to give a shout out to um, Alexandra Pop, the the German female legend um, who has the finesse shot plus now, and. Um, and and should be really good because we all know that playstyle is is very op. And um, regarding the Odegaard SBC, um, I think this is a really well priced SBC. To be honest, um, I feel like Odegaard isn't necessarily one of those cards that stands out uh, because it's quick or 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 you know but but Odegaard is a card that is meant um for dribbling for creation and 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 I've suffered his his shots from outside the box enough to know that um he can he can hit it from outside the box so um really good play styles as well he has one two three eight play styles which is a lot um oh, yeah. Yeah, incisive pass plus, which is, is nice. Pink pass, whip pass, first touch, technical flair, and Trivella. Um, so, you know, I think you can't go wrong with this card. Um, he's, he's, I'd say he's doable if, if you haven't wasted your fodder on other SBCs. Um, and, you know, the links are are really good as well. If if you did the Declan Rice SBC, for example, you you got a, a a strong link there. So definitely a good SBC. And 
yeah, I think it's it's a, it's a really good team, really well balanced in terms of the leagues and the teams and the nations that we have. So, yeah, very interesting. And and Rashford, oh my god, I I, I have nightmares about that card. Every time I see that card, I know I'm gonna have a, a rough time. So. I really don't want to come up against this Centurions Rashford because I know uh, the weak foot might be an issue, but the way that that card moves and and with the power shot plus, um, he's he's definitely you know a menace. Although I do have to agree with Martin, I don't think he's worth the two point four million that he's currently going at. Um, at so, but yeah, Rashford. Definitely an incredible card. And a little bit disappointed by the objective card. I don't know. I, I think last week's objective card was so good. Um, that Palacios card I'm, I'm talking about um, was so good that I kind of expected a little bit better from Danilo Pereira. But, I mean, you can do the objective um, and and you know have him in your club and and have an eighty six for for the Odegaard SBC so yeah pretty happy and yeah fuck the power curve right yeah yeah <laughs> actually yeah. wait hold on with sorry John I was gonna say no, the Danilo P while you were there he could play yeah. center back he actually yeah, looks yeah, good yeah. as a center back hold up maybe he's oh, hold on maybe that's the <laughs> way to go for, with him. To move to move to center back and build that nice five at the back, right? Yeah, no, but he could start <laughs> at center back too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, yeah. maybe maybe he has a use. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. his defensive play styles aren't that good. I think. No, and he's not as good as uh, uh, Palacios last week for sure. Yeah, that Palacios was awesome. Um, maybe we'll get into some player reviews after this, but. Um, yeah, I think, uh, you guys said them all <laughs> took all the ones I wanted. Um, Tamori, probably the one I'm most interested in. I know Kevin was talking about him. Um, English links, uh, Syria, Milan, AC Milan again, for those you who cannot differentiate. Um, and he always has really good reactions, 87 reactions on the card. I love that. Um, he's got the jockey play style and the slide tackle play style added from his base card. Um, just a phenomenal uh, card. Um, I, I believe Kevin mentioned foot heritage for sure, 100%. And then Odegaard, um, definitely on the fence about him. Uh, the card looks great. I'm really, the only thing um, I don't like about it is the weak foot. Three star is, yeah. But this stage of the game, I think you can get away with it a lot. I've been using Bruno Guimaraes a lot, and he's only got a three star weak foot. And um, 87 stamina on Odegaard, too. I think if uh, you played him as kind of a more attacking center mid. You could run into some issues there, especially um, like in a Kevin formation or if you run in his 4-3-3-2 or in a 4-3-2-1 if one of your um, center mids kind of goes back from left wing to attacking um, in a floating roll, free roll. You could run into some issues there, but I think uh, Martin said it perfectly. All those play styles make him super juicy. But yeah, I think for me, Tamori, um, and if I could pick one of the icons too, um, I think this Gattuso for 150K and could potentially, you know, become lower. I think that's great. He's got the relentless plus play style. 
And for a midfielder, that's one of the best ones you can have, honestly. Um, Jude Bellingham has it, and you never really have to sub him off. He never really gets tired, even with doing all the work. So I think that's huge. He's got the bruiser and the interceptor play style. He's medium high, a very desirable work rate for a CDM. And I think people like, I think he got the foot birthday card last year. Um, and a lot of people like that card too. So I'd be interesting to, interested to see if this card is, uh, you know, uh, more meta kind of like his foot birthday was last year too. So yeah, a, a great start. And I'm, I'm hoping we get some, some more SBCs kind of, uh, I don't think we'll, we're going to get a 90 Odegaard, uh, 90, another 90 rated SBC, but I'd, I hope we get some juicy ones to make me consider um, using the fodder I've been slowly building up after doing some of these expensive SBCs. Yeah. Well, you've, so you've been building up fodder, though, because I've I've actually been as well this week. Like, I don't know if the has the weight gone up or am I just lucky? I don't know. What are you guys thinking? I mean, John, have you? It's, it is a little better no? or I don't know. I, I think so. Um, I don't Again, I don't know if it's just in our heads, too, but. Um, yeah, I did pack, um, I did the 84 by twos like a dumbass every single day, um, and got, um, I think two 88s out of them. So not horrible. Um, and then, yeah, I think I've, uh, gotten some 87s and 86s just from doing objective packs and stuff like that. So hopefully that trend continues and, and we're able to stack up here a little bit if we're not going to do any of these SBCs. Yeah. Yeah, I expect us to get like an icon gamble, or maybe not an icon. We got an icon gamble last, so I think the way EA does it, we're gonna get a hero next, right? So I'm definitely yeah, I'm stacking gonna... fodder for that gamble. I need, I need me, I need a gamble pack. Because yeah, actually, out of all the SBCs I've done, so I've, I haven't done a ton of players, but I've done all of the gambles so far. well, only two, but I've done them both so far. So, um, Martin, how, how's it been going for you, man? Like, are you, are you actually able to acquire fodder and stuff lately, or how's it going? Yeah, I think so. I did the. Evolution's objective last week. I don't know if it's still out, but um, you got some good packs out of that. And I think I managed to get some high rated cards. Uh, probably not enough to do Odegaard in its entirety, but uh, probably, yeah, more than half of the SBC with fodder, um, almost all of it, actually. So yeah, I mean, at this, the way things are right now, you need to think twice about doing an SBC. So I actually wanted to do the Xavi Simons SBC because I think I need a, I need a, a new CM slash cam, somebody like that. And after seeing this Odegaard card, I think my fodder and my coins would be better off spent doing that SBC than Xavi Simon. So, um, yeah, um, I'm, I'm actually a little bit sad that fodder is so difficult to come by, but last week I was able to, to rebuild the club a bit, you know, make some good coins trading as well. So, yeah, I think the the club is 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 healthy again i'd say after finishing uh son which took took everything out of me so yeah worth it and, and he's awesome he, he's incredible so yeah 
Yeah, Martin, I know you haven't been able to get into your account. So what what have you been doing like on the game? Are you you I know you said you haven't been playing the game as much, right? So are you just like you just get in like a couple reps on another account or how's it going for you, man? Yeah, so I've had to start a new account, unfortunately. Um but yeah, don't ask me about Pat Luck. I'm on the blacklist. I've I've uh, got a coin sponsor, you know. So even my son who's six, he says, Dad, he said, you don't get anything, do you? And he's absolutely right. I don't ever pack anything. But uh, yeah, so um, I had a look. I haven't, I haven't done one SBC. So I've grinded up to Division 5, just using some uh, crummy gold team, like literally with no coin spent whatsoever. I've qualified for champs, currently one and one But if you saw my team, you'd think that's not too bad, uh, to be fair. Um, and I had a look at Min Son, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's not going to happen. So which I'm gutted about because he's one of always been one of my most favorite players. And for me, that SBC, I actually said this, Martin, on Monday, I actually said to him, that could be one of the reasons why you're struggling a bit because you've held off, held off by another people, but so much resource into that. Um, but he could be in the team at least until team of the season. No one's going to look at his card and be like, Oh my God, how have you still got him? He's letting you down. Like just a, a great card. I'm jealous of, uh, of John and Martin that they've got him and I haven't. So I'll cry in the corner on that one. You guys can tell me about him. You can tell me about him. Yeah, I don't think you're alone though. Cause I think if you, if you didn't like, let's say you'd committed to another SPC, it's going to be very difficult to get sun done. Right. Which again, I was saying, Oh, fodder is a little easier to come by, but even though, even so like it's, it's basically impossible to get these guys done. Right. Unless you make some sacrifices as in, by sacrifices, I mean not doing another SBC that you might have otherwise wanted to do, right? So that's kind of just, that's tough. I don't, I don't see how it, I'm like definitely not like a trader or anything like that. So I'm rubbish at this side of the game, but I don't see how you can get an 88 rated team done, even if you've saved all your foot. Like, there's just not that many players that are rated. Like, and it like you can't put five Kevin De Bruyne's in. It will say, oh, you've already got one of these in there. Like, I just. I looked at my club and I thought, oh, yeah, I've got, but they're like 86 and 87s and it's no, it's no use. Like you need 88 squads. Like how are you getting an 88 squad? Like having some, some icon and as if, like, as if you're going to, I don't know. I, I mean, you guys tell me, but I'd love to know what cards have got in there. Like people must be cringing at what they're submitting for it. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, um, I think that's, some... I think it's tough. That's 88 squads. Yeah, I sent something pretty, pretty big into an 88, into Blanc's 88. Something very big. Tell us. I, know a lot. I, I put, I put uh, the second greatest player of all time, Lionel Pepsi, into that SBC. Oh, that, that oh dang. I know. <laughs> that, yeah, I know. That was, that was, yeah, that, that was painful. Because he's great in game, too. So, like, it was just, like, either I do this and I get it over with and I'm done with, or I'm going to be staring at that 88 red squad forever, right? Like, literally, because, like you said, there are no players to put in. I packed Lewandowski and I had, like, a ton of 88s, and I was like, oh, fuck yes, here we go, finally time. And I put them all in, and I realized, shit, I'm still 190 rated off. Like, even 89 wasn't enough. I was looking at my club, and I saw Messi saying, are we really about to submit the GOAT? And um, and then it happened, so uh, it, it had to be done. It was the only way, because, like, from my perspective, I was thinking about it, and I don't know what you guys think. I was very close to sending the coins into it, and I know a lot of people are putting their coins in it, right? And they're saying, we're just going to put coins in and say, fuck it, we're, we got it done with, right? And instead, what I ended up doing is I went and bought Disaii for last weekend. I used him for the whole weekend, and then I sold him on, right? And 
maybe lost like 5k or something after tax whatever right so it is what it is but um but the thing is i don't know like is it i don't know is it worth putting the coins in we could buy something else i don't know but also at the same time like i want really want the cards that are in the spc section so i really don't know what to do i mean what, what have you guys been i know some of you well i know a lot of you guys have put in coins and i definitely have in test pcs this year but is I don't know. What do you got? What do you, what are you guys thinking, John? What are you thinking, man? Because it, it's rough, right? I usually like doing untradeable, and it's not yeah. what I want to do. Right? Yeah, and, and I feel like normal years, like you can do a majority of the SBC just from what you've stacked up over time. But you know, just as Martin was saying, like the eighty-eight squads are literally impossible unless you buy players. Because I mean, even like I know I had a problem when um, I was actually getting some. 88 rated players, but it was Bernardo Silva every time. So that's, again, that's not going to help me do an 88 SBC. So, yeah, I, I, I know I spent, um, I think it was 375 for Sun. But, um, again, that, I think the longevity of that card is, is you know, going to last forever. You know, even when you may have somebody at your disposal who uh, Sun plays striker for me right now. So maybe I have somebody else that's better as at a striker d down the line, I can just stick him out wide and he's still going to be a phenomenal winger. So, yeah, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's tough and it sucks. Um, but I mean, EA, you know, got you doing what they want, you know, um, spending coins for untradeable stuff. So at the end of the day, yeah. so, I mean, I, I haven't necessarily had a problem with it due to the card longevity from the ones that I've done, but yeah, it's, it's really painful. <laughs> I know, I know Martin's had issues with that too. It's, it sucks. Yeah. I definitely used some coins to, to do the Sun SBC, but I mean, I've always been so cautious with my coins that in the end, I think it's, it's what they're there for. So, and, and with coins, it's, it's something that, you know, you can build back up you know this week i've been more engaged with trading and with with doing smaller trades and and with you know experimenting with with some icon flips and stuff like that and and i've managed to build up my coin balance a bit so i'm not worried too much about that um so yeah, I, it's tough, you know, because we're gonna get these big SBCs, and and we're gonna be tempted. I know the three of us will be tempted, and and pretty soon we'll have a new icon SBC. You know, there's one that's been leaked already, and and he's probably gonna be awesome, but you know that's gonna be tempting, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think you need to assess the situation and and you know decide if the card that you're gonna spend your coins into into is really worth it and that's what made me spend my coins on on finishing sun you know that's the card that i'm gonna use for a long time and and He's probably going to be in my team, like Martin said, until Tots made it um, team of the year, maybe. So that's a long time. So I'll definitely um, 
get the value out of the card. So that that that's what you gotta think about. If you're gonna spend your coins doing a hundred fifty k SBC, for example, that's gonna be in your club for a week maybe, or two weeks at the most, then I'd say no, don't do it. But if it's a card that you see yourself using for a long time, then by all means do it. If you have the coins, do it. Yeah. What what about you, Martin? Are you what are you an untradeable guy like us? I mean, I, I definitely I'm a big old untradeable guy. I, it makes me sad when I spend coins, and if I spend coins, it's usually putting them all into one big player and then keep them forever. That's kind of what I do. Yeah, yeah, my team my team is basically untradeable now, so that that's yeah. that's what I like. You know, having yeah. untradeable players and not worrying about them losing value. You know, so that that's what I like to do. Yeah, Martin. So um, I on the SBC situation, I agree big time. Like that, there's so much to like choose from. Like you really got to think carefully if you're going to put coins into it. For me personally, I'd actually say the Son one is probably one of the SBCs that you would. Um, but if it's just, especially if it was like an icon one or a, a hero one, like. Man, you're really rolling the dice there, sort of thing. But mm. um, like, it's not sustainable, is it? So it's 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 a one-off kind of thing. You're going to do that kind of thing once every couple of months, really. Um, you're not going to be able to keep doing that um, all the time. But yeah, I'm very cautious with my uh, with my. Client. In fact, Joe, I I got I actually got to a point uh, in the last couple of years where. I'm really not that fussed about my team that much. Um, I, I had plenty of years of ramping it right up and the Pacific players. Um, but actually, I've probably just gone down the route of just getting better. And I, But I know exactly what type of player I need. So I'll be using somebody. That I'm like, oh, sweet. Like I've got him or he's come out. And I know that other people would be like, I couldn't care less about him, you know. Because yeah. I've just I've stuck with the same. I've, it's probably not even the right way. The way the way I coach, not even the way that I play. I play four three one two. But I've played it for like three years, and I could just play it with my eyes closed. So the type of player that I'm after um, is uh, is is very different. But yeah, I don't uh, I don't um, I don't splurge. I don't splurge. Or if if you actually um, if you actually look deep enough. If you go past the big name of some of these starlets, you can normally find somebody that is extremely similar. But that's a different side of it. From a fun aspect, if you're paying extra because you really want Rashford or Son or something, that's completely different. But if you're somebody that just, and I always ask this when I'm coaching, like, do you care about you know the, the stats and just having a meta player or do you want Salah? You know, do you want yeah. that because it's that player? So... If you don't care about the name on the back of the shirt, you know, often you're going to be able to find yourself a very, very similar alternative that's very, very um, cheap. So um, I've probably not answered your question there, but uh, I think you can go, you can go either way. But I am very cautious with my coins. Yeah, yeah, because I mean. So, I mean, if you, there are some cards that are like, I mean, even icons, like if you look at Roberto Baggio, I know he's not normally the most like meta or popular card in the game, but if you look at him this year, he has technical plus 
and he looks really good actually if you compare him to relevant like cards that are currently out and stuff his stats look insane actually and he's 400k right and a lot of people are sinking this much into other SBCs, right so unless there's really a player you want um you can go get cards like that and there's better value cards than this guy this is actually a terrible example i'm using too right so and so it's it's uh I don't know. I, I I can't blame anyone for um, wanting to go the cheaper route, but I'm I'm kind of the way of uh, the name on the back of the shirt. I'm definitely that kind of a guy, especially recently. Yeah. Maybe FIFA 21, if you caught me, I wouldn't give a shit. I showed John my team from three years ago, and it was the rattiest team of all time. It had all the rats in there: Varane, Mendy. Um, we, it was it was it was very Valverde. The team was just you know full of full meta, right? As as meta as could be for the price that I was at, right? But recently I've gone the other way, and I can't blame you either way. I think. Um, you're only going to regret spending coins, in my opinion, if you put them into a gamble SBC. When you put them into a yeah. gamble SBC, um, my rule of thumb is about one in every five usually hits something that you might want to use. About one in five. Uh, maybe one in six. So uh, that that is always really dumb. I think if you do it, um, d I've done dumb things before, including doing that, like spending on gamble packs. So take my word for it. it it's always a bad idea, right? That's the one thing I would avoid putting coins in. I enjoy, I do a lot of videos, like looking at like best value and like cheap players. And that actually keeps me like pretty up to date with like the database as well, like looking for gem stuff. And you spot on, this may be on a tiny bit of a tangent, but like with the icons, I've, that's refreshed me so much this year because the last few years, I've kind of gone through the motions making like my icon videos. But the cards are completely different and whacking those play styles into it. Like I did, um, oh, well, I've got a video like literally ready to go, which is best value icons. I've got Paul Skulls in there. And I Ooh. said in there, I would have need be nowhere near like the video previous. But I used his loan and in the middle of the park, but like when I was talking about Pedri, got that short lean. He's got enough of acceleration and uh, balance to be able to twist and turn. But his passing, it was just so refreshing, especially where at this stage of the game, like passing was just so horrible when he had it, it was just ping, 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 ping. And I'm like, wow, you know, and he's like hundred, hundred twenty thousand coins or something. So yeah, I think, I don't know if people have delved deep enough into some of these lesser icons because the play styles, the fact that they're all basically new cards because they've sandwiched like the base and the mid and the prime together. So you've got a whole new card. And for some of them, it's worked out great. Now you put the play styles into it as well. Like, they're all kind of like new icons in a way. So I can't imagine that a lot of people have delved deep enough on that. So, yeah, massive tangent. But, yeah, you just got me a bit excited that when you mentioned uh, Baggio and the icons. Sorry. Yeah, I, I think the, the playstyle pluses are, are game changers, though, right? Like even Blanc, yeah. who, is, who is very good. Blanc is great. But that Anticipate Plus takes him into like almost elite category, I would say, right? Like he's definitely one of the better center backs available now, especially because of that Anticipate Plus. Otherwise, I would just say he's very good. So I think that's uh I think that that's a big thing too, right? I think that's definitely part of it. And uh, speaking of good value, because you did mention cards being good value and stuff, um, I want to talk about just real quick, because I'm sure we're getting close to the end of time here. The evolutions. Um, uh, did you guys? What do you got? What do you guys' quick thoughts, John? Um, are you doing one, especially the paid one? I'm curious about because it's expensive, but is it fair value? Would you say the paid one? I think is potentially good value depending on who you pick. Um, I made a list here um, of of the paid ones and then the left-wing ones. I went over Footbin and I put in 
uh, the requirements. It's actually nice to do. If so, if whenever these come out, you can go into Footbin and then cap this. There's like a stats category, and you can cap each rating for the requirements and the evolution. But um, for the center mids, uh, Marcus Urente looks probably the best one potentially, along with Crystal Dunn. Um, and with these center mid evos, uh, you change their work rates from high high. So um, you know potentially. I'm potentially thinking about grabbing Birch. I evoed him up to 84 and he's medium, medium and can become high, high. So that? for me, yeah. So for me, that, that is a phenomenal upgrade um, because medium, medium, I know Martin feels the same way is easily the worst work rate in the game for a midfielder and an attacker too, for that matter. Yeah. Um Nasser from AC Milan, uh, Camavinga and Chuamini. And then um, a, a bit of a warning. Um, I saw a lot of people mentioning Chua Mini on um, Twitter or X um, as a potential uh, evolution option, but he will okay. lose his medium high work rate if you Evo him. So um, that is uh, and, probably the most And his lengthiness. Oh, oh, that too. Well, dang. Wow. Yeah. So, yes, beware. Play around in Footbin, play around in foot.gg, which is actually clear Footbin now. Um, but Astronomically. Yeah. yeah. And then um, also with the left wings, uh, Jonathan Bamba, Julian Draxler looks really good, like an insane cam, Garnacho, uh, Anthony Gordon, and um, Callum Hudson Adoy. And then with those ones, you're going to want to, again, look at their end games because a lot of their like shooting stats go up. And a lot of their dribbling stats and passing stats go up, but their um, composure and reactions can be poor still after fully upgraded. I know Artane mentioned that he's a big guy on that. I know we're all sticklers here about that. So um, just kind of a quick rundown of those. I don't know if you guys want to say anything else about those. Yeah. What do you guys What do you guys think about Bruno Guimaraes? Do it, man. Yeah. Do it. Road to knockout is crack, dude. Do it. He's so good. Yeah, I, I I still use that card, and he's phenomenal. So I would highly recommend him. Yeah, he's yeah, on the fence about it. He, I'm using him as a CDM, and like honestly, if I looked at his card, I would probably use, normally use him as a box to box. But I was like, okay, I've used this card last year. I know he's a little bulky. Let's just stick him back there because I need a CDM, right? And he's actually incredible. He's high high, but I don't know. I have him on deep line playmaker. I'm not really sure how that interacts with the high high. Maybe it makes him buzz around a little more. I'm not really sure, but. He seems to be everywhere there, and I remember a few years back they're talking about when Fabinho was in his prime for Liverpool, when he's actually playing really well. Um, they're saying, "Oh, he's like uh, what did they call him? Like the Hoover vacuum in the middle of the pitch? It, the, the ball is just like magnetically sucked him all the time, right?" And that's kind of how Bruno G feels for me. He's just always there, and the ball is just like m magically attracted to him. So I think that's a good shot if you're going to do him. But um, but yeah, for me, um, I'm I'm doing it too. I'm doing it too. I'm doing Crystal Dunn. <laughs> I need the yeah. Sophia Smith perfect link. Yeah, Crystal Dunn. No um, brainer. Yeah, and her card. I like if you saw a lot of these posts, they'll be like, "Oh, check out these best value cards of the year, right?" And hers was often included because it was like only a few k, and she literally feels like cause I've I've used her for uh, I've used her gold card uh, early in the year pretty extensively, and she literally feels like a box to box version of Conte to me. She's small. She's quick in there. She's pretty strong. She seems to somehow block passing lanes magically. Um, so she's awesome, and so. We're going to Evo her now, 
And also the other one, which I know she was one of the popular choices, so maybe you guys have seen her. But um, the one that I was looking at for the the other one is Huang Hee Chan. He just looks fun. I want to do mm. him. Looks like a cool card. He's gonna have ninety something pace. Have a good time, right? And then um, I d I don't have Sun, but we still have the Prem Korean links in case we ever need those to a future Sun. Maybe there's another Sun card I get, right? So that'd be cool. Yeah, Martin, it's I know great that you mentioned that too, Kevin. Sorry. Um, I mentioned that you want to watch out for the reactions and composures with these. And Huang He Chan's is like, I think he's got 85 reactions and 86 composure, which is still pretty good, right? So I think he would probably be like my pick out of these if I could pick one. And he's, he's what, cool. What are you right? thinking, Martin? I'm thinking that I need to listen to you on this one, John. Because I haven't really looked at it, it too much, to be honest with you. I, but on the whole evolutions thing as a whole, I do like it. I, I don't normally get as sensitive like this, but I do have a bit of a problem that they're really, like, hitting people up with charging for this. Um, yeah. And I think it's going to get stupid. I do. I think, yeah. you know how at the end of FIFA 23 they were testing with the packs? I think they're testing now. I think you could mm. see. I think you could see something ridiculous come out at some point. Um, you over team of the year, you might see like a five hundred thousand like Evo situation. Like select one player, and he can go up like ten points and get a five star week for something like that. Well, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be shocked by that. I like the whole idea a lot, though, and. Obviously, I'm really grateful for how busy I've been and all that type of stuff. But I really want to try and get some Ipswich players involved, man. Yeah. Um, particularly as we're flying at the moment. And I've seen a few Ipswich fans put them on uh, Twitter. But, uh, yes, that's definitely something I want to do. I think with what John said, one name, I was like, oh, boy, they're all going to do that. Uh, Marcus Lorente. I can't see people not mm. doing uh, Lorente, to be fair. So, like, especially, I feel like La Liga's kind of back. Then you couple that with, I mean, Mendy was great anyway. That Mendy left back's out. Bellingham is getting card after card after card after card. You've got Vinny Jr., the Rodrigo SBC, you know, and then the whole like Militao, Rudiger, like it's, it's kind of back. Yeah. yeah like Griezmann. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think yeah. so too. Yeah. And he goes from high medium to high high. So, I mean, what a, what a center mid, right? Um, yeah. That's what you want. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been a long one. So, um, but I kind of expected that we got a lot of talking about gameplay and coaching, which is awesome and is going to be very beneficial to people, hopefully. So, um, Martin, brother, thanks you. Thank you for joining us. Um, I'm glad we could, you know, get together and, um, you know, do our coaching sessions, come together and, uh, review them and talk about how beneficial it was. And um, just really appreciate your time and effort that you gave to us as well. And um, again, you can get 10% uh, off Martin's coaching services if you mention us, uh, NBAFT10, to him when you sign up for coaching. So, uh, Martin, thank you. And, um, you know, the floor is yours to plug yourself and, and let the people know where they can sign up for your wonderful services. Well, pleasure as always. I, you guys doing such a great job with the podcast and I enjoy uh, coming on here. So uh, yeah, well done to you guys as well. Continue the good work. But uh, if you want to check me out on YouTube, it's Martin 88. Uh, I am on Twitter, but I don't post that much. That's Martin underscore 88. And for the coaching, email me Martin football 
88 at gmail.com or i am in the uh mbaft um discord as well if you wanted to send me a message that way that's not a problem um either but yeah thanks again for having me on i really enjoy uh chewing the fat it can be quite a lonely grind at times so meeting up with you three um occasionally it's uh it's nice to air a few uh opinions and thoughts so yeah thanks for having me on absolutely man welcome back anytime i know i speak for all of us when we say that when i say that so um, but yeah, just before, um, I send Kevin and Martine out as well. Um, I don't know if a lot of you guys may not be on social media or be a part of our discord, but, um, this week you guys probably noticed we did not release a midweek episode. And, um, this last weekend, um, Jandy came to us, um, our great friend Jandy and was just kind of wanting to take a step back from his hosting duties. Um, he's got a lot of stuff going on with his personal life, his job. And um, I think just kind of wants to take a more casual approach to foot in general. So I think a great move on his end and we love and appreciate his decision. So um, again, just want to thank Jandy for his time, effort, and uh, most, I think for me, his creativity he brought to the podcast too. Um, you know, such, such great creativity. So um, thank you, Jandy. And then um, once that happened as well, um, Kevin, Martine, and I kind of got together and decided just to go with a Friday episode for the foreseeable future. Um, and JP is going to be doing his own thing from now on. So um, JP, thank you so much for your time and effort and your enthusiasm and charisma. And we definitely appreciate that. Um, and I know a lot of you out there are probably curious as to what you know led to these decisions. And if you want to get more detail on that, um, I posted a message in our Discord on the 25th of October, I believe. So um, you can check that out there. Um, don't really want to get into it on the pod as we've kind of already gone over our time here. But um, just thank you, Jandy, Jandy and JP, for uh, your time and effort. And, and we love you guys. So um, I don't know, Kevin and Martine, did you guys want to add anything to that? Yeah, I mean, I, I just want to say thank you to Jandy for all of his hard work. This guy, he he put in, he was grinding, man. This guy always like posting on our Twitter, doing all these kinds of things, mm -hmm. creating cool stuff for us. So thank you to Jandy. Um, I'm sure we'll hear from him again. Uh, we already we, we talked to him. I'm sure he's going to be back sometime soon. So if you guys miss Jandy, don't gotta miss him forever. He'll be back one day, so we'll get to talk to him, right? And then as for as for uh, Jonathan P, JP, we love you, dude. Thank you for everything that you did, man. Um, you're an awesome guy. We love the foot doc. Uh, we, we definitely love the foot doc. So best of luck to you, man. And whatever you decide to do next, um, I think he's going to go do his own thing. I'm not sure what he's going to do. So best of luck to you, man. Uh, really appreciate everything you did for us and for your friendship um, and kindness. And um, obviously, that's not going to stop. We're going to still hang out with you, right? So um, thanks, guys. And then, uh, Martin, did you want to say anything as well? Yeah, I think um, you guys have said everything that needs to be said. And... Uh... Yeah, of course, um, not having the midweek episode is going to be um, a little bit of an adjustment. I think everyone was looking forward to it. Um, I certainly was because I don't like listening back to myself um, on my own episode. So um, I was one of the faithful midweek episode listeners for sure. but. Um, for us, this is an opportunity to, you know, 
get back to the roots and uh, you know strengthen the team which i know we're going to do in the near future um with, with in in other areas and and i think we're going to be able to give you guys an even better product than than what we do already so Thank you to all of our listeners and also thank you to Jandy and JP and, you know, best of luck to them um, in the future. Absolutely. Um, Kev, let's wrap things up. Where can the people find you at? Yeah, you can find me. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Twitch. I'm even on TikTok, mostly on Twitter and Twitch. Um, Every day, pretty much, I'm on Twitch. So you want to come hang out with me? I stream basically every day. Uh, we We play pro clubs, actually, pretty much every day. So... Um, if you don't if you don't like seeing me complain about DDA and RNG, we'll get over to pro clubs anyway. So um, come join us. We usually have a full team most days. So if you want to get in, involved with like uh, you know a big group of guys, we get to all play together. So that's a, that's a ton of fun, right? So come say hi to me. I'm at Kevin K F U T on all socials. I think I complain about DDA and pro clubs more than I do in foot. So yeah, there, it's there might very be DDA. Yeah. yeah, very DDA. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Martin, where can the people find you at, bro? They can find me on Twitter and on the NBAFT Discord at ChopSweeFoot. Um, come say hi. Awesome. And How you about can you, find John? me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find <laughs> me at FC underscore Bridges on Twitter, Twitch, oh, X again. Sorry, guys. X Discord and Twitch. Streaming a little bit more, and uh, maybe will this weekend, maybe not. We'll see. Um, and also, you can find us on Twitter at Your Foot Podcast, and on our page we have a link tree where you can uh, follow us all in there if you don't want to look us up all individually. Um, and you can find our show on any po- podcast platform that allows it. And of course, as always, if your podcast platform allows it, uh, leave us a rating. We'd greatly appreciate uh, you guys doing that. And uh, giving us some more juice to the algorithm gods. Um, Martin, again, thank you for hanging out with us. This was an amazing and awesome episode and an amazing opportunity for all of our listeners out there too. So, um, and remember at the end of the day, if this silly game gets you down and frustrated, hit up our guy, Martin 88. Um, he's given you his contact info And you can get 10% off of these amazing services and get better and fix your skills as skill issues because he certainly fixed ours. And at the end of the day, it ain't nothing but a foot thing, baby. Take care. I'm also on X. (laughs) That's it.